This is the Millionaire Real Estate Podcast, where you'll learn the strategies and tactics you need to become a millionaire agent. Learn from top agents, brokers, team leaders, and experts in the industry who can help you on the path to success. And now, here's today's episode. Hello, everyone. We are super excited that you're with us. And we are excited because we have Ray Higdon coming on today, and he is a specialist in network marketing. His wife is a real estate agent, and we're going to hear from her a little bit later in another episode. Um, But he's got a latest best-selling book called Time, Money, Freedom, which is super exciting. And we are going to talk about very specific steps of how you can get your business to the next level. So Ray, welcome. Hey, thanks for having me. All right. So one of the questions that we want to talk about is, you know, any company that has a program where they are trying to get other agents to come on board in a network marketing position, Talk about some of the tips that you have seen very specifically that people do that is working for them. Yeah. Um, so, you know, network marketing, there's a, there's a couple pieces to it. And before I was ever a coach or a trainer, I was the number one earner of a company. And so I understand what it's like to build. I'm not just a theoretical coach or anything like that. Um, but um you know, it's really about, are you doing, when it comes to the agents, okay, not necessarily the customers, because, you know, that's, that's a different story. Same thing with health and wellness, same thing with, you know, any, whatever your product is, the customer isn't what's so important to be duplicatable, the rep is. And so the utilization of tools and the leaning on of a system if the only way that you're duplicating is if you get a rock star, then your system's broken. And if the only way that you're bringing, you're building your business via reps is through your charisma and personality, your system is broken. Your system needs to be in such a way that people see how it works and thinks, hmm, I think I can do that. And that's such a basic kind of scenario. It's very familiar, it's very similar to what Michael Gerber talks about in the E Myth. In the e-myth, he talks about systems and processes, and that's what's so important when it comes to duplication. Mm. So one of the things I've heard you talk about is that you should have videos, and we've got tons of videos as a company, but you should make the videos do the work for you, and you shouldn't try to describe the process of whatever network marketing company that you're in. Explain that, and why do you say that? Yeah. And this, this is going to be one of the harder challenges for good realtors because good realtors are good at sales and they're used to, let me, let me jazzy it up. Let me use my personality, my charisma. Let me use, you know, my psychology and to sell. And the problem with that is the better you are at that, the more people know that and the less they think they can do what you're doing. And so if, you know, and this is such this is why so many salespeople don't duplicate. And they they just think, oh, I just can't do it, or oh, I can't find anyone that's good. No, no, no. You're finding people that would have added to your team and would have added to your your bottom line, but they see how good you are at sales and think, I can't do that. 
So if you want a large team, and, and I mean, I've coached people that have 750,000 people in their team, 100,000 in their team, um, you know, that that's that's a, not that uncommon of a thing. But I'm telling you, they didn't do it through personality or charisma or psychology. They did it through tools. They did it by saying, hey, this video will explain to you if it's a fit for you or not. Check this out. And if it's a fit for you, great. If not, no big deal. That sort of thing. They watch the video and you say, oh, by the way, if you want to grow your business, you use that same video. So it's the fastest fast start that exists is saying, hey, this thing you're going through, that's what you would take people through. And uh, and and really leaning on that system and really sticking to that. So, for example, if you've built a brand, which which I did, people are going to come to you and say, oh, my God, I love you. I totally want to join your team. It's amazing. Right. And you're incredible. And it, it, this this goes against everything you're taught in sales. But when people would come to me and say, hey, I totally want to join your team, I'd say, wait a minute, hold on. Let's make sure it's a fit for you. Watch this video. And oh, by the way, this is the same video you would use if you wanted to grow. But let's just make sure it's a fit for you so that they draw the conclusion in their brain that, oh, I build via the system, not just get people to love me like I love Ray. And that's that's a very powerful thing, very difficult for good salespeople to understand. So that's a really good point because, you know, we've got a couple people that are incredible about explaining Kanzel to our to other people. Like they just are incredible. Tanya, Jason, I mean, yeah. they just really have it dialed in. Yeah. The only problem is a lot of people think to themselves, oh, I could never be as good as that. So really Absolutely. what I'm hearing you say is if they say, if even someone as good as Tanya and Jason, they use the tools of the video instead of trying to do explain it over and over. And honestly, explaining things over and over and over again, that's exhausting. That will just wear someone out. If you're doing that over and over again, saying the same thing over and over and over again, you're going to get burnt out, don't you think? No, I know. <laughs> it's not. I don't think. I know. And And so... You may be able through strong arming and psychology and mental warfare to get someone to join, but most of the times they're not going to feel like they can do what you can do. So you'll struggle with duplication and you'll wonder like, you know, I guess I got to train them more. So you'll ramp up your training and now everything you do for your team, your team thinks they have to do. So if you're ramping up their training and they're like, good Lord, now they're training five days a week and they're so good at sales. Uh, you're actually sabotaging them. You're actually saying, here's what it looks like to be a duplicating rock star. And they don't want to do any of those things. And so the leaning on of the system and plus it breaks one of the uh, the four components of, of growing a large network marketing business. And that is posture. If I have all the time in the world to explain to you over and over then I'm just not postured, I'm saying pretty please join my team. And so leaning on a system actually increases your posture and it shows them what they should be doing. Mm. So I have a question here from a listener and it says, you know, I have some people, oh, I have some calls that we do just like Rodan and Fields or Arbon. Some some of these people like Rodan or, or Arbon do their call every other week. Some do it every week. Sometimes people are showing, but sometimes just the sales reps are showing. 
How do you get people to invite people? What is the way to invite people to group calls? And are you a fan of these type of group calls? What is your suggestion on that? I don't like the reliance on them, um, especially if you're international, um, because the reliance on them, I, 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 I want to, most important, I want to have a video system that anyone can do 24 hours a day. And so I don't like the reliance on these, but I do like to mix it up and you just got to make it fun. So you can either do a giveaway. Like one way we would get a bunch of people on is, is we would do a giveaway. Hey, we're going to give away a couple gift certificates. We're going to give away whatever. And you may, you may hear that and think, well, you know, that, that seems kind of strange. I did that. I mean, back, oh man, uh, back in 2007, I was traveling the country, Vegas, Chicago, Phoenix, Miami, LA, 22 days a month, selling a $7,000 real estate system in a 90 minute pitch to a cold audience. And we would bribe them. We'd say, hey, free lunch or dinner. And I would average a thousand bucks a head. So they're totally getting bribed to come, but we're making money. <laughs> and, and so you got to have you know a good pitch if you're going to do that, right? But you know if you did a couple, whatever, $25 giveaways. So that's one way. Another way is to create bragging rights. So we used to have um, these little uh, badges, like they're digital badges, like stickers kind of thing, of the top three people who invited the most got the honor of these little badges. Didn't cost us anything, but it gave them pride that they invited the most people. So with that, you have to have like a trackable system of who invited who kind of thing. Um, but uh, those those are two fun, you know, fun examples. And, I, and I'll tell you what I would break away from is announcing an ongoing, uh, timely kind of thing. What we found is if we hit them on a Monday and say, hey, Thursday, we're doing the opportunity meeting, get your people there, like that urgency of a one-time presentation actually created more guests than if we did it every week or every other week. And we tested every way you can possibly do that. And so that's that's some of my takeaways on that. Mm. What were some of the things that you gave away? Like, is there anything that specifically for gift cards and prizes that got people really there? So I was the number one income earner of a company that our product was gold and silver. So they're gold and silver coins. And so we would we would advertise like, here's this actually wasn't my company, but this is a is an example. Like this is a you know tiny little you know, piece of gold. We had these, I still have them somewhere, but we had these little, um, I think it was a 10th of an ounce silver coins. They're like this big. And, and we would give, you know, those things away. Um, and, and why that was important is it was congruent with our offer. So if I say to people, Hey, we're going to give away a silver coin and they're like, whatever, then, you know, they're probably not going to be that excited about the company either. Um, and so I would just think like, you know, is it a bottle of wine? Is it, you know, what might be a gift that would be more congruent with a realtor, you know, kind of thing? Um, you know, is there something that's handy, you know, um, but I but I would play with it and you test it, right? You test it, and you track it. So we would track it. We would say, okay, this gift, we got this many, this gift, we got this many. And if we saw anything that really peaked, we would try it again, see if it if it replicates. And and you know, we I at one point we just figured that those silver little coins work so well, we just stuck with those. Um, but you can you can play with it, you know, and come up with different, you know, different options. It could be even um a book, you know, maybe there's a a certain you know, real estate book you guys really like, or a wealth book you guys really like, um, or you notice that the majority of the rock stars in your team love 
whatever, Ed Milet or Tony Robbins or whatever, maybe you give away one of those books and that would turn on the right kind of person to, you know, to come. Does it have to be huge? I wouldn't make it some $10,000, you know, craziness. Um, but, you know, I would, you know, play with it. So you talk about four things that will build every business and you kind of have those four pillars. What are those? Describe those in detail. Yeah. So it's, you can write these down, but it's a four P's uh, pipeline, which I would hope everyone on here understands, right? A lot of times my network marketing friends don't understand it, uh, but we'll talk about it. Pipeline, posture, position, perspective. Okay. So pipeline, posture, position, perspective, not necessarily in order. The two big ones are pipeline and, and perspective, right? Um, and so pipeline, how many people are you talking to, following up with, setting appointments with, et cetera? Every realtor, I, I think, gets this. Not every network marketer does, though. Some network marketers come from a job perspective, so they think tenure. They're like, I've been at this for five years. And it's like, well, well how many people you talked to last week? Well, none. You know, it's like, okay, right? They don't understand performance, right? Performance-based, any career, pipeline. Literally, how many people are you talking to? Like my wife is a luxury realtor here in Naples. And if she doesn't talk to anyone, if she doesn't put out any signs, if she doesn't do any ads, if she doesn't do any marketing, she's not confused why she's not making money. She's not like, I wonder why, right? It's because her pipeline sucks. So posture, and this is so important. This is not a, this is not so important when it comes to customers and like selling a home. I mean, you want to have boundaries and you want to you know, protect your space if someone's abusive or a jerk or whatever. But um, uh, posture is very important. So for example, let's say you talk to uh, a realtor or someone interested in the business and you say, hey, I have a video that does a better job than I could do of explaining it. And they say, oh, just, just tell me about it. Well, you either have posture and you do not tell them about it, or you do not have posture and you play fetch with them. And you say, okay, here we go, right? So you have to pretend, even if it, whether it's true or whether it's very untrue, that you're running a $50 million a year business. And I'll, I'll give you an example. So I had a, I was coaching a, um, an attorney. He was a divorce attorney. Yeah, he was a divorce attorney in Sacramento, California. And he says, he was in my, he was in my team. And he said, I don't understand it, man. I go to all my friends. I tell them it's a no-brainer and none of them are joining. And I said, okay. And I said, I'm just curious. Do you tell everyone around you that uh, hiring you as a divorce attorney is a no-brainer? And he's like, no, I have a six-month wait list. You got to pay a retainer and you got to do, do, I'm like, oh, okay. So you're postured around being an attorney, just not in network marketing. And so when someone would say to me, Right. If I say, hey, I got a, a video does a better job than I could do of explaining it. Make sure you watch the video. We'll see if it's a fit for you or not. And they say, I don't want to, I don't want to watch the video. You know, just tell me about it. I know anything that comes out of my mouth right there is either going to be postured or non-postured, is going to serve them or sabotage them. And and so I'm very careful with that. So what I will do is I'll just say, Hey, listen, man. I got a lot of people I'm working with. And you know what? If you don't have time to watch a video, I completely, completely understand. It's probably not a fit for you right now. And that's totally okay. And listen, if you ever you know, have time, if you ever want to meet up at some point, let me know. What people don't understand is they think they're blowing the sale. And they're like, oh my God, I never blow the sale. I must get the sale, right? But 99 times out of 100, they stop me and say, well, all right, I'll watch the video. You being posture. Now, posture is not arrogant. Postured is, I know what I got, and I'm not going to play fetch with you. 
I'm not going to say, here, go fetch, right? Right. I'm not going to play fetch with you. I know what I got and I'm okay if you don't join. I'm fine with that. And you having posture actually increase your results. Now, I'll give you one. Uh, we'll transition from uh, posture into position. Position is the awareness of where they are. Where is the prospect? And this is why I recruited hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people that didn't like the video. They literally told me that video sucked and I recruited them anyway, because the point is, I don't care if they like the video or not. The point is, if I get them to watch a video, I would have about a 90% close. Here's why. I know that people don't just wander around town like zombies watching opportunity videos, right? They don't have a Tuesday night opportunity show off, right? And so if I guess, if I say to them, hey, I got a video that does a better job than I could do explaining it, would you be open to take a look at it? And they, and they watch it. And I follow up and I say, hey, did you get a chance to watch that video? I know that's a, that's a hot prospect because they're looking. And so if I heard the feedback and they said, um, oh, well, you know, that video sucked and this seems like the worst idea of all time, I'd, I would first act surprised. I don't care if I've heard it a hundred times in a row. Now the weakling will say, hmm, they'll, they'll come to you, Chantel, and they'll say, hmm, I told you the video needs improving, right? They'll, they'll complain and they'll be sad face, right? Um, me, I will pretend like I've never heard it before. Like this is, this is, you know, virgin territory. I've never heard, I don't care if I've heard it 99 times in a row. I don't care if every person I've ever talked to hates the video. I'm going to say, really? Uh, wow. Um, hmm. <clears throat> you watched the right video? The one with the car? Really? Wow. Okay. Uh, hmm. Well, I guess the, so that right there, they're going to think like, Hmm, maybe, maybe I screwed up. He's literally never heard this before. And two, I'm going to ask him this question. What were you hoping to see? So in the absence of progress, I fall back on position. That's a very important line right there. In the absence, can I progress? If they say the video sucked, great. When would you like to join? That makes no sense. I can't progress, so I have to fall back on position. What's the position? They took time out of their schedule to watch the video. They're looking for something. What were you hoping to see? And I've never had someone say something crazy. I've never had someone say, uh, well, I was hoping it would instantly give me a million dollars. Like no one says anything crazy. They say things like, well, I was hoping I got options or I was hoping someone would mentor me or I was hoping whatever, it paid three lines, whatever. They say something that 99 times out of 100, we could actually help with. It's not an unreasonable thing. They just didn't understand the video or they missed it or there was a piece missing. And if I if they watch the video, like it or not, I had about a 90% close. So that's position. Where are they? And realtors screw this up all the, all the time with their marketing. Most realtors marketing just absolutely sucks because they're marketing as if people are just ready to buy. Like there's a PayPal button, three, two, two, one, right? It's crazy. And so you got to understand what is the position of most people? Most people are looking for more information. So I want to gobble up the leads. I want to generate 10,000 leads and sell to a percentage of them, not just show up by me, buy me three, two on the water, right? And hope that just the perfect person just lands on it and hits the buy them now button. It's crazy, right? And so get better at marketing. And then the final one is perspective. Where do you spend the majority of your time in your mind? Mo all of us, all of us are always mentally rehearsing. What are you mentally rehearsing? Are you mentally rehearsing that it's going to be tough? 
Are you mentally rehearsing that it's going to suck? Are you mentally rehearsing rejection? Are you mentally rehearsing the deal not going through or underwriting, not pulling through, or the appraisal coming in low? We all are mentally rehearsing something. I mentally rehearse the greatest of successes. I mentally rehearse walking on stage. I mentally rehearse winning that million dollar ring. I mentally rehearse $10 million funnels. That's what I mentally rehearse. What are you mentally rehearsing? And this is also biblical. Mark eleven twenty four. when ye pray, pray as if you've already received, right? Well, how do you do that? You mentally rehearse. You, you imagine as if it's already happened. Most people are imagining as if it already happened, but the thing that they don't want. Mm. So one of the things I always say is that you're unemployed until your next sale. So when you're in real estate, you earn the money, you get paid, and then you're actually unemployed again, right? That's how real estate works. So we want to teach everybody how to conduct themselves as a business and not just be real estate agents because business owners, being a business owner will help you retire. And so I want you to look at something that is the next level, which is Robert Kiyosaki's cash flow quadrant. And so what he says is, is that the next level of a business owner is like, okay, ask yourself, am I on this side or am I on this side? Am I just self-employed or am I a business owner or do I take it to the next level and have passive income? And that's really what is great is because we teach you, number one, how to operate on this side where you're a business owner and also are creating passive income. And what I say is, does your system, does your business work independently from you? Like, have you ever been to a real estate agent retirement party like i never have right like i've seen people you know that have been in real estate for a really long time it ages you but i know one thing i don't want to be showing homes on saturdays and sundays getting calls at night and i don't want to when i'm 65 years old doing that and so that's what we're trying to solve is saying why don't agents retire well there's all kinds of reasons you know they there's no retirement contribution matched by their employer healthcare prices are going up prices in general are just insane right now and even if you have a rental property that maybe makes three thousand dollars a month you're spending two thousand dollars on expenses and then you just aren't making enough passive income. So what we wanna teach you how to do, we call it now and later. Like, you know the candy, now and later? Well, we wanna have you have money now, and your now money is helping buyers and sellers buy their home and sell their home. Yes, let's do a little bit of that, we're going to help you create that later money, which is where we can retire or at least have some kind of retirement money addition to what we're already making. And so that is the real basis of our brokerage. You can build your own brand, you can be successful, and we give you all the tools and support to fast track your business to success. So I want to talk about Pipeline for just a second, because yeah. you really have kind of some of your reels and all of that really, really good. 
I just, uh, I love, one of my favorite people right now that I love listening to is a guy named Alex Hormozzi. And you guys need to Google Alex Hormozzi free author. Oh, he he talks about learning how to optimize free. And I love what he says. He talks about Domino's pizza. And he's like, at the time when Domino's put the, you know, we'll deliver your pizza in 30 minutes or it's free, they had the worst pizza that there was. Like their pizza's gotten a lot better. But he's like, at the time, Domino's had the worst pizza and they grew like crazy just from this one free offer of we'll deliver your pizza in 30 minutes or less or it's free. And so he really has this free offer dialed in. And so, you know, I want to kind of have people in the real estate realm come up with ways that we could create a free offer like that, that would make sense. But I want you to talk about specifically either this free offer or some specific things that you do to generate that pipeline. Because I think that's where a lot of people are getting stuck is they aren't getting that pipeline going, whether it's for buyers or sellers or whether it's for looking for recruiting agents. What would what would be a video that you would say, here's a, let's just say someone wants to recruit agents to their team. What would that look like? What would a good reel do? And what needs, what are the things specifically that need to be in there so that you could say, all right, it needs this, it needs this, it needs this, kind of the check marks that make it work. For sure. Yeah. And and Alex, Alex is a friend. He's amazing. Um, I spent uh spent like two hours with him many months ago. And he just he gave me, he gave me something. I'm like, ooh, that's good. He's so good. I love Alex. Um, he he's, I mean, he's probably my favorite person of all. Um, and so I think the big, the big thing, the big thing in the room, and yeah, Domino's, they said, I think they said, uh, hot, fresh, and fast. They didn't say good. (laughs) And, and so, you know, it's funny. Um, but, uh, the big overarching thing is stop marketing the thing that you sell. Okay. And that, that's like, well, what I, I have to, right. The thing that you sell, whether it's changing brokerages, whether it's a house, right? Obviously, that's kind of like way over here. And less than 2% are ever just ready for that. What's in between over here? And and like, you know, I, I if I had a whiteboard back here, I would draw it out. But there's a sales cycle. 95% of people need more information. They're not ready to buy. They're just not ready to buy. And so every time you market out of position, you're actually turning people off. They're like, ugh, there he goes, marketing his house again with a buy it now button, right? And so I would think about two things, okay? Number one is who exactly am I marketing to and really dial that in? Am I I speaking to other realtors? Am I speaking to people that are trying to sell their home? Am I speaking to investors, right? And I would think about, you know, what do they not know that they need to know? What, what are the problems that they're encountering? What, you know, what, how can I help them? And so I'm going to think more about information than the transaction. Okay. And so, for example, if I wanted to get a ton of for sale by owner kind of people to give me their information, 
Um, one I used to run because I because I did real estate. Um, I've I've done two different phases of real estate. So many years ago, I I flipped houses, had rental units, and now I'm into syndicate deals and and multifamily stuff. But back in the day when I was just working with a lot of for sale by owner kind of people, I put out a report, a free report, and it was the seven questions you should ask any realtor before you list with them. Now, and I and I forget what they were. I mean, you can Google and come up with different questions, right? That's, the content isn't the point. The call to action is the point. Them giving you their information. And I'm just going to tell you, don't rely. Don't just create a report and then at the end say, contact me for more information because they're not even going to read it. Because people get a dopamine hit by saying, ooh, I like that idea. And they'll go enter it, but they won't even read it. I remember one of my good friends, Russell Brunson, he, many years ago, he sold a um, a DVD. And I, I think it was on uh, affiliate marketing or something like that. And he sells 30,000 of these things, okay? 30,000 of these DVDs. I think they're like 20 bucks each or 30 bucks each. One lady responds and says, hey, there's nothing on my DVD. And they're like, oh, okay, sorry. And they send her a new one. She calls back, says, hey, there's nothing on this one either. And they're like, well, that's weird. And they look, none of the 30,000 had anything on them. She was the only one that noticed. Mm. All these people had bought, hadn't even watched. It's crazy. So don't rely on the, the PS line in your report. When someone reaches out for that report, you contact them, you reach out to them. And so if I'm doing, if I'm doing a reel, which um, a reel typically is you you want to like make it into one point is usually the best, sometimes a little bit more. But if I was going to make a reel around that, I would just say, you know, hey, uh, here's one question you should ask a realtor before you list with them. Number one, where are you going to market it? And if they just say MLS, then they're just like every other realtor on planet Earth and you need to run away. By the way, there's six other questions you should ask a realtor before you list your most precious asset with them. Feel free to message me. I'll send you that free report. Mm. You, you run that and you could, guess what? You could take seven questions that could become seven different reels. You just pick a different question, right? You could do it with different music. You could do it with different backgrounds, different t-shirts, right? You could create literally 30 reels off of that one concept and you will get people reaching out to you. Um, so that that's just, you know, one idea. What, you know, who am I targeting? Not what I'm selling. Who am I targeting? What do they struggle with? How can I add value to them? And so um, I, back when I first started uh, building my network marketing business, at least, there were three things that I did, three primary things that I did. Number one, I did uh, 20 no's a day, which um, we actually wrote a book called, we just moved into this house. Um, we did this book called Go for No for Network Marketing. And, and it just talks about the, the power of not being affected by no's, right? To reduce your resistance and, re and reaction to rejection. Uh, and so that's been a bestseller for so many years. It's crazy. Um, and so I would go for 20 no's a day. Now, most people won't do that. That's very difficult. You got to work pretty hard to get that. And then number two is it was pre-reels. I did one video a day. So I did one video a day every day for 12 years without missing a day. A little crazy, right? That's how I roll. Um, if I was starting today, I would do three reels a day, all less than one minute. And I would be pumping those things out to the four locations, YouTube shorts, TikTok, Facebook reels, Instagram reels. 
I would do the same video. I would remove any TikTok watermark, upload them to those four, and we would be rock and rolling. I would rotate every 20, 25 days. I would see which ones work the best, and I would re-rotate those things. And you will absolutely dominate because most people are way too in their business than working on their business. And so if you want to build your pipeline, there's two ways, prospecting, marketing. Marketing is passive. Prospecting is active. Prospecting is you reaching out to an individual. Marketing is you doing something you hope someone reacts to. And just the more you think about them versus the thing you have for sale, the more they're going to resonate with you and the more they're going to want to reach out to you. Okay. I want to, I want you to repeat that with the three reels a day of where they do it and, and how they, to remove the watermark again. But I want you to give a couple of examples of, for people here, let's say they wanted to hire team members sure. or hire agents to the company. What would they say? Give us a couple more examples. And then if they needed um, to get sellers. So right now we're really struggling. You know, we've got still got quite a few buyers, even with interest rates going up, but people are saying, you know, my seller pool is, is kind of low. What would they say if they wanted to get that? Easy. Sellers, easy. You pitch doom and gloom. You pitch, Hey guys, um, I'm just, I'm just reading the headlines here, my friends. And, you know, you got, there's a lot of real estate things going on. If I were you and you have equity right now, I would cash that out. I would sell it. And you got to risk turning some people off. And that's what some, some people aren't willing to do that. If you want, if you want people to sell, you're, you're, you're going to want to, I, I, I would personally create some fear. I would just say, Hey, don't be, you know, I know someone in this town that had they sold two years ago, they would have made 50% more. And um, and so if you want to go hardcore at salespeople, then I would I would pitch fear. Um, and so, um, but you just, you just, and if you don't want to go that hardcore, right, you would just say, um, hey, for a free calculator, you know, and I would just come up with an Excel spreadsheet or something, for a free calculator, on when exactly you should sell your home, feel free to reach out to me. I'll send it over to you. It's very simple to use. It's an Excel spreadsheet. It'll tell you exactly based on your market, whether you should sell or not. Now, I don't have one of these things. I'm just so in the person. Like I'm, I'm you can you can hit me with, you know, people with plumbing needs and I'll tell you exactly how to how to market to them. So you just have to be in the head of the person that you're trying to market to. And what are they Googling at night? What is keeping them awake at night? What are they struggling with? What are they contemplating? And that's what I'm going to fulfill. And I'm going to I'm going to come up with different you know things around that. So if I'm wanting to get more realtors, I would just say, hey, here's how to get a, a guaranteed 20% off, 20% more commissions of every listing you ever do. And I'm going to I'm going to come up with different suggestions. And one of those suggestions is going to be, um, hey, have multi-level. You're not earning off the efforts of anyone else but yourself. You're working too darn hard, man. Let's connect. Now, the again, the important thing is whatever report I'm giving them or spreadsheet or calculator or meal plan or whatever, right? It's not, don't wait for them to consume it because most people are lazy and most people don't follow up. As soon as they reach out for it, that's when I'm talking to them. I'm going to say, hey, and I call this a CTA delay. So let's say I do TikTok and I say, hey, reach out to me for this free calculator on when exactly you should sell your home. And they reach out and say, free calculator. I'll say, cool. Hey, I'll send that to you when I'm in front of my laptop but tell me about your journey. Are you considering selling or have you, or what, you know, where are you at? 
They will, they may forget about the calculator, but we're going to have a conversation and I'm going to have a, a, a pretty decent close rate because who's going to ask for that? Someone that has all the time in the world that's renting? No, only people that are considering selling will reach out. It's just like if I was selling um, sleep pills, right? I would say, hey, reach out to me for four tips on better sleep. Who's going to reach out? People that are already sleeping well? No. Right? They're not going to say, well, I sleep pretty good, but uh, you know, I'm always open to more information. No, only people that are tossing turn at night are going to reach out. And if that's my target, I'm going to talk to them. I'm not going to rely on the report, if that, if that makes sense. Yeah. So you said, you said, okay, do three reels a day. Yep. And you said YouTube shorts, Instagram, Facebook. And then you said, get rid of the TikTok label. Explain that for me. Yeah. So, TikTok has the easiest editing features. And so a lot of people, they like uh, putting them in TikTok and you know just editing them and then saving them and posting them everywhere else. All, all the other platforms hate TikTok. And, and so you want to, there's many ways to do this. It's a, it's, you can Google it. It's, it's pretty easy to do. There's apps that do it, or you can, you know, there's a couple of steps you can do it to remove it, but just don't take a video with the TikTok watermark and upload it to Instagram. I mean, the CEO said, do not do that. Um, they don't want to see it. They're going to limit your reach. And so just don't do that. You can use the TikTok, you know, editor. It's, it's better than everything else. Um, but I just don't just get rid of that watermark. So you can Google how to get rid of TikTok watermark and you'll find plenty of solutions. So you'd put it on YouTube shorts, Instagram, Facebook, and, and TikTok. Those are the four platforms that you would do three different reels per day. Yes. And, and again, I'm, I'm going to pay attention to what works well and um, whatever works well, I'm going to recycle. Like I have one because we serve a lot of um, health and wellness people. So I have one video. I mean, we've probably uploaded 50 times. <laughs> it's me eating a donut and I'm really critical about their supplements, right? And people, you know, it's a skit and it's goofy. And uh, people just, every time we upload, it gets at least 30,000 views. And so I um, will upload that like once every you know, 30 to 40 days. And so don't think that, oh my God, I'm gonna have to do three new videos every day, the rest of my life, like recycle the ones that, that work well. Tell, tell me more about that video you did eating the donut. Tell us exactly what the skit is so we can learn from yeah. it. Yeah. So real simple. So here's the first, get the con I'll, I'll explain it, but first get the concept, right? The concept is you think about your target market and what drives them crazy. What is lunacy? What is annoying? Like, um, so, uh, you know, just think of, you know, if, if you're in real estate, like, who is it that uh, annoys you? Is it buyers that do a certain thing? Is it sellers that do a certain thing? Is it other realtors, right? So you think of what's a, what's a common enemy or behave, a common unliked behavior that my target market shares with me? Does that make, does that make sense? So like, um, so, okay, when we sold our house, right? It wasn't even listed, but we just got a crazy offer. So we're like, all right, we sold. So we moved into this house. And um, the buyer said, uh, oh, my wife is very sensitive to mold. And we're like, oh, you probably should be in Florida, right? That's that was our thought. And and so like, there's some annoying things that that people say, and you're just like, mm, yeah, it's kind of annoying. And so you can create a skit around that. 
And so it's, I usually have two people, two characters, me, sometimes I'm in a goofy hat or a wig or a mustache or, you know, something weird. And so all I do is I film the back and forth. So that video right there, I start off with eating a donut and I say, is it organic? Right. And the person, the other character is like, noticing the donut of course knows it and says well yeah you know it's a, yeah it's organic you know it's organic it's it's wholesome the next one he's smoking a cigarette he's like yeah but what what's the form of vitamin e right and so it's just this character right there's a character and and what's funny is um every time i see grant cardone he's like dude i love your instagram man i, lo I love your characters he goes hey what's his name he wants me to name them and i'm just like oh, i don't really name them but uh he's like you should name them, man those dates are funny he goes i used to think they're pretty stupid but then i started watching them. Like, you know what i kind of look forward to them now and and so it's it's just take what everyone already thinks put it into a skit it's you and two different characters you literally just hold the phone like this put a hat on, hold the phone like this or whatever. Right. And so just think about what are annoying scenarios? Like what are popular realtor memes? Because those memes reveal something that all everyone agrees with. Make a skit out of that. Mm. All right. I have a question that came up. It says, I have several virtual assistants in other areas of the country, and it's hard to get all the stuff on Instagram and TikTok to be able to put it on different platforms? Do you use anything like Agora Pulse or any systems that you have put in place that allow assistance to help you post all of this stuff? So I do. Um, I We don't use any non-native schedulers. Um, so like with you know Facebook groups, you can schedule stuff. With your Facebook fan page, you can schedule stuff. Uh, and there's, you know, there's different scheduling things that are built in. So we may use those. I, I never liked a, a third party app doing that. I have assistance as well. And I will tell you one thing you got to watch out for if you have multiple people logging into your account is you just got to make sure you're not on, you're all, all on the same time. So we have a Voxer group, which you could use WhatsApp or Telegram or whatever. And if someone's coming into my one of my accounts, they say, hey, I'm going into the account. Everyone else knows to stay away. And then they say, OK, I logged off. OK, so now it's it's free game again. And so you just want to make sure that you're, you know, but I, I use I use assistance and they, they help me out with that. So with that, I guess the way that you do it is they because certain things like TikTok, can't you like when you're doing reels? You can only do it on a phone. You can't do it on a computer. So you'd have to give them the password and yeah. then they have to download it and log in from their phone. Is that That's right? You got to you got to trust them. And and so like, you know, it's be careful. I don't use um, I mean, I have some Canadians, I guess, but I don't use I don't look for what's the cheapest help I can possibly get. Um, you know, I, uh, you know, I use, I use people that I've worked with for a long time and I and I trust. Hmm. So tell us some of your habits. One of the questions that we have, oh, is yeah. like, explain kind of the day in the life of you. So if you were, you've got a little bit different now of where you are, but kind of explain maybe the day in the life of Ray when he was a network marketer and how many calls, how many reach outs, what would that pipeline look like? And then maybe describe some of the habits that you've built now. Yeah. Um, so 
One, um, so so I'll kind of do a mix. You know, I'll kind of mix what what I think is appropriate. So, you know, one, I start out with uh, prayer and intention, um, and and that um, you know, for me, I, I I say a lot of prayers out loud. It literally takes seven to eight minutes out loud. Um, and so I start with prayer, just setting the intention, renewing my mind, and just 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 preparing for the day, trusting in God. Um, and so I do that, then I exercise. So, um, you know, today I, I did two different rounds of four and a half miles of jogging. Um, that's, that's a little more than I normally do. Um, but I like exercise in the morning. It's just one of those, it's one of those things that if I stop doing, I start noticing things I don't like. And, you know, so I just like knock it out early in the morning. I'm an early riser. Um, and, um, anyway, uh, when I was building a business, right? Um, to get 20 no's a day, that typically would take me about two hours of following up, reaching out, sending messages. Um, as I got better and better at marketing, it was just replying, you know? So I was generating over 3,000 leads a month without ads. Um, and, and at that point, you can't even follow up with that many people. So I had multiple ambassadors that I would just kind of dole out leads to and um, and so there was that, um, back then I did a video a day today. I would do three videos, uh, three reels a day. Uh, and I would also for that, you know, go getter, I would do a longer video too. Like I do a, uh, you know, now I do a, uh, kind of faith and finance, God and money, uh, live, uh, six days a week. And so I go live at 9am Eastern and I go live on at the same time, I got two phones. I'm on TikTok on this stand. I'm on Instagram on this stand. And on StreamYard, I'm on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook profile, Facebook page. And I do that six days a week. Um, that reaches, you know, pretty good amount of people. Uh, and that lasts about 30 minutes. Um, you know, that's, you know, if, if you're just like super swamp, that's probably one you, you may not be able to get to. But the reels are so important. And the reason reels are so important is for the first time in marketing history, you're able to reach people you don't know for free. Okay. Prior to TikTok, if you wanted to reach people you didn't know, you had to pay, had to. And we were dropping, you know, $50,000 to $100,000 a month in our Facebook ads. I mean, we, we had to spend that to reach people we didn't know. But we have students that have videos with over 20 million views. And just to kind of put that into perspective that they didn't spend a dime on, just to put that into perspective, the last Olympics had like 15 million views, you know, like, and they spent millions of dollars with millions of dollars, tens of millions of dollars in sponsors. And so um, reels, think about this, reels are, you go to the casino and the pit boss says, hey, tell you what, it's a special day. Roll the dice and anytime you win, we'll pay you. And anytime you lose, we won't charge you. That's what reels are. And so if that was the scenario, how many times would you roll the dice? I mean, you would pull up a stool, right? You'd get a catheter installed, right? You literally wouldn't move. You'd, you'd be, ah, you take ibuprofen for your wrist, right? I mean, you would roll that dice as many times as possible. That's reels because you don't know which one's going to go viral. You don't know which one's going to really reach the perfect people. And so... <laughs> To not to have a business in today's day and age and not be doing reels is just, I like to work really hard. I like to mow my grass with a pair of scissors. I like to 
just punish myself. Mm-hmm. It's crazy to have a plumbing business, air conditioning business, rolls to any kind of business and not be doing reels because that is your key to reaching people that don't already know you. I love it. Well, we are excited because we've got your wife coming up. Yeah. We are out of time, but I've got one last question. Um, on a text message, um, when you are talking, like I've heard people say, don't use, don't ever say I'm just following up. So let's say someone had reached out, you, they watched the video, they said, you know, I'll think about it. What would be an ideal text message that you would send out to someone as a follow up? That would be a great catchy thing to get them back engaged again. What yeah. Would you write? Yeah. Just following up sucks. I mean, it's just <laughs> terrible. Just don't. Even, that's like it's like, please, I need money. Please, please. It's just terrible. I hate it. Um, and so my favorites were either updates or deflections. Updates or deflection. Okay. So a deflection would be, um, you know, if I, especially with like, uh, if you're looking to recruit this, you know, realtor, a deflection might be. Hey, I know this kind of thing isn't a fit for you, but do you know anyone that's in real estate that does want to make some extra money and earn off the efforts of others? I might say that. Okay. And a deflection, you would think, well, I don't want to deflect. I still want to get them. The deflection is actually intriguing. It's like, oh, oh, it doesn't, I'm not the prize anymore. The prospect is never the prize, right? When it comes to recruiting, I'm not making them the prize. What I got is the prize right? Not me personally, but the system, right? You know, what I'm behind. Um, Or an update, okay? So the most powerful update is something that's related to them. So um, I might, so if I'm, let's say that I'm, I'm wanting to recruit someone in Dallas, Texas, right? I will scour the company looking for other people who are making it rain in Dallas, Texas. And I'll talk about, hey, you know, um, Hey, I know that, uh, hey, I wanted to, um, I, so in that scenario, I would go to them and just say, hey, I was at an event last night or I was on a webinar last night and um, you know, heard of, of, of several different people in Dallas that are absolutely crushing it with the company. Um, you know, do you know anyone in your area that might not be happy with a broker looking to make extra money, right? And so it's more of a relatability you know, kind of thing um, to use that. You know, one one I used before was on a teacher, right? I was at, I like occupation better than location. Um, And, you know, so if you have some insights on them on maybe they, they, maybe they do something else along with real estate, or maybe they did something before real estate, like that might look like, hey, I was on a webinar last night. There's a a former teacher that's absolutely crushing this company. Do you know any of your past teacher friends that might want to make some extra money? You know, that kind of thing. So deflection or a related update is is very powerful. Awesome. Well, this has been amazing. Tell listeners where they can find you and where they can follow you. Yeah, for sure. Um I mean, I'm, you know, at Ray Higdon on most of the of the platforms. Um I do a lot of free content, a lot of free videos. Um you know, this Thursday I'm teaching how to tell your story powerfully from stage and and we do a lot of that sort of thing. But um but yeah, you know, find me find me on social media, Ray Higdon. Uh, if I pitch a Bitcoin, that's a scam account. That's not me. <laughs> There's a bunch of them out there. But uh, but yeah, I would love to connect with you. Awesome. Well, you guys stay in because we've got another exciting guest coming up right now. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, leave a rating and a review so we can get this out to more agents. And tune in next week for another power-packed episode. 
This is the Millionaire Real Estate Podcast.